Ramble. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to let you guys know that we are going to have a bonus episode this Saturday. We just had a lot of exciting things happen this week. So look out for that and enjoy this week's episode. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to all our cutie booties. Um, Welcome to You Can Sit With Us. Uh, I am Ariel, one of your hosts, and I'm here with Rachel. Hello. Becky. Hi. And Maggie. Hello. And today we have a very, very special guest. Today we have Chef Wynn with us. Hello. Good morning. Um, (laughs) uh, Chef Wynn is a Michelin-starred pastry chef, and you recently started your own uh, company called Kirsch Baking Company. Yes, Mm -hmm. it did. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about your your experience. Uh, we we recently did a video with you, and that is why we have you on the podcast because we just thought that you would be the perfect person to sit with us yes. and share a little bit of that <laughs> restaurant tea um, because you have such an interesting backstory. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know where to go back. It's been <laughs> 17 <laughs> years. Did you always um, know you wanted to be a chef? Yes. Um, yeah, you know, I always knew I wanted to cook. Uh-huh. And um, to my parents' horror, <laughs> 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 you know, um, I'm the youngest of six. Wow. Six girls. Oh my six gosh. Girls. Yeah, a lot okay. of opinions in my house. I'm just going to say, um, <laughs> that sounds like a dream. <laughs> it is now that we're older, we're all friends, you yeah. know, it's, which is great. Aww. But growing up, like I was a little one and I was just kind of hanging off my mom most of the time. And she'd always mm-hmm. be cooking because you're cooking for a family of eight. Wow. So, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Always hanging out around with her. the clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the time. And where did you grow up? Um, In Orange County. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we, we um, emigrated from Vietnam, though, okay. after the war. Okay. So okay. it was like a tumultuous beginning for us. Like wow. we went from Vietnam um, as refugees. Mm-hmm. Like we took a boat. Like you imagined how today's refugees are from you know, North Africa. That's exactly mm-hmm. what we did. Like it was wow. from wow. Vietnam to uh, Malaysia where there was a refugee camp. Uh-huh. And it's like this horrible nightmarish <clears throat> ride in a fishing boat with way too many people. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So the goal mm-hmm. was to get to Malaysia mm-hmm. where there's a U.S. Um, refugee camp. Mm-hmm. Okay. So eventually we got there with six little girls. I was not even a year old. So I was younger oh, than my son. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So you were a baby baby. Yeah. And all yeah. six of us made it. Thank God. Kids um, like remember or don't, but like your poor parents oh my gosh, with yeah. like so many little ones. Yeah. And like she was my age. So imagine mm-hmm. like you're going to another country eventually. It's like if we went to Russia now with nothing yeah. in our pockets yeah. and just learn the language, learn the culture, learn everything now uh-huh. at our age, you know? Wow. So That's yeah, it was a huge, a huge risk and they took it. Uh-huh. So, you know, everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Here, <laughs> it all worked out. Yeah. Here thank God, thank God. Yeah. Um, so yeah. then we we landed in Orange County. Okay. So I grew up in Orange County. Okay. So wow. I was just hanging out, helping her, you know, and I always knew I wanted to cook, even though it was mm-hmm. like, we did not fight from a refugee camp for mm-hmm. you to come and be a cook, right? Oh like, my gosh. like, are you kidding me, kid? You know, like, <laughs> and I get it, you know, and I, I understand why. It's always an ongoing joke where like immigrants are supposed to be doctors and lawyers and all that. Mm-hmm. But when you see their path and their journey, mm-hmm. you understand they didn't risk all that for you to cook. <laughs> because to them that like, it's something that we all do and it lasts. Exactly. Like, 
they think it lacks like education and prestige for and, sure like, and coming ambition. coming from a third world country yeah. cooking you cook mm-hmm. when you can't read and you don't have education yeah. you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's that mindset it's not like it's a bad thing but mm-hmm. where they're coming from it is it's like we've given mm-hmm. you everything and you yeah. want to cook now <laughs> we kill you now. yeah <laughs> um, so um so the deal was i went to college right so okay. mm-hmm. i went to college they're like mm-hmm. okay you get a degree when that everything goes to hell at least you have mm-hmm. a college degree and then yeah. you can get a real job Deal. <laughs> Deal. And then you became the best chef ever. <laughs> like, just you wait. Yeah. Yeah. So where did you pivot from? So you graduated college uh, with yeah. a degree in International relations. International oh, wow. relations. Okay. That okay. sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get me a real job somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then where did that go into and being so a pastry chef? After I graduated. I went to culinary school. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So double like, school. I did college. <laughs> yeah, it was a grad. That back. was my grad school, right? Yeah. <laughs> culinary school. Yeah. And was it pastry culinary school? Um, it was baking? just, it was a culinary school. Okay. So, yeah. It was just everything. Wide umbrella. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, I, I went to a school in Paris because mm-hmm. I re- was referred to by a chef. Uh, when I was a freshman, I took a summer job mm-hmm. in a hotel, my first pastry job in a, like the pastry department. Whoa. Worst oh. job ever. <laughs> Worst job. Because I had no experience. So they gave uh-huh. me just the crappiest jobs to do, right? Uh-huh. Like I thought, oh my God, I'm going to be a pastry chef. And <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I come in as like, yeah, the worst intern ever. Like yeah. you're going to set up the buffet station, stand there and scoop ice cream. <laughs> like, oh. no, this is not pastries. This is yeah, what What are the worst jobs in the kitchen? That, oh my gosh, having to like set up the buffet line and stand there for four hours, scooping ice cream and like uh-huh. giving people chocolate sauce. Oh. And then when you're done, you got to clean up the whole thing and push it back to the kitchen. No. You can't look at ice cream the same yeah. way after that. No, yeah, it's the worst. You're like, I got a degree in international relations from this. The worst. Um, But then my, um, the chef who was running it at the hotel, he was like, if you're going to go to culinary school, you need to go to the best school in the world. And he's like, you have to go to Ecole Note. And I was like, and that's the only thing that stuck to me with that summer job. I was like, yeah. I gotta go to Ecole Note. I have to go to Ecole Note. Chef Jean-François says, I have to go to Ecole Note. So after I graduated, I'm like, I'm going to Ecole Note. Wow. <laughs> Off to Paris. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. How long was that program? It was a year. Oh, okay. I was for a year. And um, it was it was amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like 21, 22, and like never left home. So I just was like, I'm going to get an apartment in Paris. Did you speak <laughs> French? School. Uh, well, I had spent my sophomore college year, uh, uh-huh. like a semester abroad with mm-hmm. a French family. Okay. So that's what sealed okay. the deal, like made okay. me like, no, I wanted to go back to France. Like mm-hmm. I had to go back to France. Um, but there, you know, I was with a family. I was in that security of like the university. And yeah. so then this time around, I was like, I'm just going to go to Paris, find an apartment and go to school. Right. Yeah. Not like oh us. warm and ugly. Lovely. It was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> like the first two weeks I was going to like. Just, I was like, oh, maybe I need to leave. I don't belong here. <laughs> no. you know, because I was staying at a hotel, and mm-hmm. I was like, I need to find an apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the school doesn't help you, right? It's like, it's like, it just doesn't help. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm here in a hotel, and I'm like, it's fine. I'll find an apartment, just a room to rent something. Mm-hmm. And like a week went by, and I'm like, oh my god, I like school starting in a week, and I don't have an apartment. How am I gonna get settled in? Why? What am I gonna do? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I would go to this agency, this apartment agency, where you go in, and they like they post it all over like their windows and like you uh-huh. know apartment for rent and room for rent. Uh-huh. I go in it every day, and I'm like, do you have a room for rent? What's mm-hmm. the one on the? You know, they're like, yeah. oh, it's taken, it's taken. I'm like. Then take uh, it out of your window. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> and like my last day where I was going to like have a breakdown because I was on my own. Yeah. I was like, 
I need to have an apartment. You said it's there. You said they're coming up and they why didn't oh. come up? And um, and then this man behind me taps me on the shoulder and he speaks perfect English. And he's like, excuse me, are you looking for an apartment? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm looking for an apartment. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm going to put up a studio. I'm going to submit it to them, but I don't have to. And I can just show you where it is. And oh, like, perfect. Perfect timing. I'm like, oh, yes, please. You know, I, I like everything. I'm like, uh-huh. he's a stranger. It's okay. I'll follow him in his car. It's no problem. It's no problem. <laughs> Like to never go through your no, mind. Like, am like, I about to get kidnapped? Yeah, I, I, I take care. At the point, I was like, just find a home. <laughs> just, just find, find a, home. a home. Wow. You're like, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> and it turned out to be this studio in Versailles. I was look, looking Versailles because it was closest mm-hmm. to my school. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know Versailles, but yes. it's like this tiny little beautiful place. Beautiful. Mm. Do so we know Versailles? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know, I get it. <laughs> and um, so the studio was two blocks from the chateau. Oh. I was like, wow. oh my God, Jesus loves me. <laughs> that is so cool. Amazing. So it was this tiny little studio. Uh-huh. And I took one train to get to school. That's so I was like, this is a gift. This is it. This is yeah. how it's gonna start. Yeah. This is how it's gonna go. And know? then when you started school, was it yeah. what you expected it to be? I feel like we have an idea of culinary school cool. from In like France? the commercials where oh, it's right. like people are like chopping and they're happy <laughs> and they're like, oh, and yeah, they have their aprons. Know? Was it that or was it a little scarier? It was like that, but it was all in French. Mm. So wow. that must have been your second or third language. No, at that time yeah. it was like my half, like one and a half language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you quickly learned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had to. It's like sink or swim, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But luckily, every week you know it's topic. You know it's chocolate today. You're okay, you're like, so I just need to know like chocolate <laughs> vocabulary, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate. Right. Okay, right. <laughs> you know we're good. You're like, got it, got it. Yeah, cacao. Okay, I got it. You know, <laughs> I got it. You oh know, so you just focus, and you know, there's a lot of international students. So you just ask them like. What do you say? Oh, okay, okay. Like, well, what do you say? You wow. know, I would have yeah. sank. I would have really just. I think I would have too. Yeah. You know, when you're another like, language, it would have just glazed right over. I just try and like watch what they're doing. I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of observation. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. How many kids yeah. were in your or kids? How many um, adults were? In your, <laughs> how many children were in your class at your fancy uh, French I think school? We were like no. a dozen. I think we were like a 12, oh. 12 to fourteen. Those oh, are wow. small. Okay. Yeah, it was really small. Yeah, a really really small school. Um, and. Every day was like in class. It wasn't, we didn't have like theory and then practice. Like, you know, here it's really structured, right? So you have like mm-hmm. two days of theory, you sit in for lecture, they lecture you about temperatures and mm-hmm. chemistry. And there it was just like old school, like stand here, let's do this, you know? It's all practical. Every day. Wow. Every day. Yeah. It was oh, just okay. like, do Chop stuff. it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, okay. You know? And so it was amazing. Like, yeah. The best experience ever. Wow. Did awesome. you ever think that you wanted to stay there and continue cooking in France or did you always know that you were going to come back? No, to the I always state? knew I wanted to come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually. You know, I didn't want to leave as soon as I did, but visas and all that at the time, you know, you only have like as a student that expires and, mm-hmm. and no one's going to sponsor you in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting. They have enough chefs in France. <laughs> um, yeah. And they cost them money. So they're not going to oh, do yeah. it. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. So how did you get from culinary school with learning everything to narrowing in on pastry. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to do pastries. Yeah. From the beginning. I, yeah, I knew it. Oh. But like, and Ecole Note is known for its pastry program, but they do oh, everything. Okay. So you have to go through the whole curriculum and learn savory as well. Mm-hmm. And then you can specialize. Mm-hmm. Like later on the program, you can choose classes that you want just for, you know, whatever you want to specialize in. Okay. So, so you cool. always cool. knew pastry. Yeah, always. Yeah. Okay. For sure. How hard is it to make a croissant? It's pretty tricky. Yeah. Really yeah. Add the butter. It looks like yeah, tons it's like and about tons temperature. of layers. It's about yeah. temperature and What's the layering. What's the hardest thing to make? Because I think of it as being a croissant. Croissant. Yeah, croissants are difficult. Macarons are difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
like all the tasty things with lots of butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 butter. Uh, well, talking about difficult, I mean, you went from culinary school mm-hmm. and then you got a job in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Why Vegas? <laughs> oh my gosh. Apparently they have like a really Who's good culinary cooking in Vegas. Scene? Vegas, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, well, I mean, at the time, and this is like a long time ago, guys. You were thrown in the I'm, deep I'm end. Pretty, I'm, I'm pretty old, but... um. My professor at school, mm-hmm. his best friend, mm-hmm. was the executive pastry chef at Le Cirque oh, in Las Vegas. Yeah. Mm. So he called me and he's like, hey, do you want to work in Las Vegas? My friend can give you a job. I'm like, oh, sure. I've never been to Las Vegas, but okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah. You've like, been to Vegas yet. I was, I was like 22. Wow. And like, I was like, 22 in Vegas. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I imagine my poor parents. They're like, Your poor parents. Are Vegas? My super yeah. Catholic parents <laughs> brought me over for a better life. <laughs> and you went to culinary school yeah. and then you moved to Vegas. Vegas, right? The most sacrilegious, sinful yeah, place. The most sinful like, place in America. Got a really good job. Were you single at the time or had you met your husband? No, no, yeah, I met my husband later, s- later in life. Yeah. Single in oh, Vegas, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was sheltered. I lived this sheltered yeah. Catholic life, so I was just like, I'm working, I get a job, and you know. How many executive chefs and executive pastry chefs in the restaurants you worked in were women? Well, mm-hmm. the executives were, was well, me. Well, it was her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, was so you? there was the one. Yeah, it was me. But um, I mean, all of your peers are male, right? For the most part, they were. I've worked in, let me see, um... Only one of my last jobs, there was a female chef de cuisine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part. They were like, there were female sous chefs, yeah. but like chef de cuisines, there mm-hmm. weren't many. Yeah, mm. it's just a very, the highest echelon of um, chefs. And maybe you can explain that for a minute is what the ranking is and what it means. Okay. Because um, people don't necessarily know, but um, they're almost all male. They are. I mean, it's gotten a lot better from the time when I went to culinary school, like way mm-hmm. back when, and to now. You know, it's a lot more open. It's you know a lot fairer, I guess you want to say, and mm-hmm. you know everyone's a little bit more um, sensitive to things and recognizes that equal talent, equal skills, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you start off with the executive chef, you know, mm-hmm. and he's either the owner or you know like. The guy that runs everything, like the director kind of mm-hmm. thing of executive mm-hmm. chef. And then you have the chef de cuisine. And that guy's the hands-on that's always in the kitchen that runs the whole show. Mm-hmm. He's there every night. Yeah, ideally, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he manages the team. Is, so the chef de cuisine has, he can have an executive sous chef. It depends how big the restaurant is. You know, if you're talking about like small mom and pop, all you have is the owner and his sous chef. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but at Le Cirque or yeah and big Yeah, and big things like that, you have the executive chef. Mm-hmm. Um, and then under the executive chef, you have the chef de cuisine and the pastry chef. Mm-hmm. So it's like a ah. so executive chef, chef de cuisine, pastry chef. And then you have executive sous chef mm-hmm. and then sous chef. So maybe you have a couple sous chefs mm-hmm. and then you have line cooks. But you also, within the line cooks, you have chef de parties, which are the ones in charge of that station. And then you have his helpers. Okay. So it's wow. very military built. You know, it's mm-hmm. very structured very in that much. hierarchical yeah. ranking. Mm-hmm. So that's why it, the environment always feels like military. Mm. Yeah. You answer to the one person ahead of you, and that person answers the one ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to answer like, yes, chef. Old school? Yeah. Yes. But now, yeah, 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 you still do yes, chef. Yeah. Yeah, when I waited tables, we always said yes, chef, yes. no chef. Because it's so hectic in the kitchen, you need to acknowledge that it was hurt. 
Uh-huh. You know, that's like the importance yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, chef, mm-hmm. got it. Uh-huh. Or they scream, <laughs> heard. <laughs> yeah, heard. We chef, we chef, yeah. Wow. We chef. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I would be like a disgruntled <clears throat> sous chef. <clears throat> we chef. <laughs> we chef. Oh, you get that? Oh, no, you would never. <laughs> heard. Go clean the What'd you say? <laughs> you know, like, it'd be like, huh? We chef, yeah. we. we. <laughs> so what you need, chef? How high? <laughs> so when you were in Vegas, you worked at Guy Savoie. I, I did. Sure that I'm was my last. Right. Yeah, that was my, my last big position. Yes. And uh-huh. you were executive pastry chef mm-hmm. there while they received two Michelin stars. Wow. What How was that yeah. like? Is Thrilling. it like the movie oh Burnt? <laughs> like the movie what? Burnt? Have you seen that? Seen That's it. the one, right, Miles? With Bradley Cooper and Sienna Miller. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. You haven't like, seen that either. He like goes wild Is trying to get this Michelin star, and you wow. kind of get a little mm. background of what oh, yeah, it like goes into it, because there's so many levels of, like, from service to food. Yes, from mm. the grading levels, yeah. for sure. Because like, I worked at a place that did Forbes, but not, uh-huh. there was no Michelin. So yeah, it was a little like, sad softer, <laughs> <laughs> but still a lot of things you had to do, yeah. or mm. you would... For sure, for sure. And Trouble. that was for, you know, for Guy Savoy because he had a three star in Paris. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was kind of like, okay, we need to translate everything to Las Vegas and we need to make it the same. We want three stars. Okay. okay. You know, mm-hmm. and he had that three stars for years, if not decades, you know, and we opened one and we, we emulated that one. We're like to the T, like the service, mm-hmm. the food, the menu, mm-hmm. everything. We tried to make it, you know, the same. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. just this like, it becomes so much pressure. It just becomes part of your day. You just yeah. work in pressure, you know? Mm-hmm. And you work the long hours and you're just like, oh, that's not right. I'll throw it away. Let's do it again. Uh, you know? Wow. It's just like getting things perfect. And what mm-hmm. earned you a Michelin star? Like, what are some of the criteria that you're trying to I like, mean, it's, it's very much about service. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very much about service and about the food that it's, you know, impeccable, that it's perfect. Everything's cooked to temperature, everything's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's all by the grading system, you know, like by mm-hmm. taste and the presentation and consistency. Mm-hmm. They come mm-hmm. back multiple times to see if it's mm-hmm. the same experience. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. it's all these kinds of things. They look at your, they'll, they'll judge you. I don't know if they actually tell you, but like they'll judge you by your glassware and your plates and okay. your china, wow. you know? Every choice. Yeah, yeah because something's it's, on it's the an floor elite. and you walk by it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just grading about an overall experience, and it's just about okay. having that uber elite experience. And how many can you get? Five? Three. Three, oh, three, three is the is max. Three is the max. Wow. Wow. Three is the okay. max. So and when you, you get know. one, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You know, yeah. like yeah. getting one is, is awesome. Okay. Like, yeah. you're, you're, and he had three in Paris. Yeah, three in Paris. And how many did you guys get in Vegas? We got two. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. that go? Um, well, it was after a year, and we'd been, like, pushing so hard and, like, mm-hmm. We knew Michelin was coming. They were coming to Las Vegas for the first time. And like we were gearing up for it. Like everything had to be perfect. Everything, you know, we were working mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. hours and we're just, we're like, he wants three stars. We got to get this, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, um, the ratings came in and we got two stars after our first year. Mm-hmm. And the whole team, we were like, oh my God, we got two stars. This is amazing. Like, yes. I mean, just this two stars. We're in Las Vegas. You know, people don't look at Las Vegas as, a serious yeah. place to eat, you know? You're not in right. Milan. You're not in Paris. Yeah, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so we were like, oh, my God, we got two yeah. stars. It's amazing. And then um, Gisabo gathers us up, and he's like, I am so disappointed in you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted yeah. three. Yeah, he wanted three. Yeah. Wow. He wanted oh. three. <laughs> 
He's chasing a very specific dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And so how long were you in Vegas? In total, eight years. Eight years. Mm-hmm. And then what made you decide to come back to California? Um, the recession hit. Well, I mean, I kind of, you know, thought it was time. And then the recession coupled with that. I was like, you know what? This is a sign. Like, it's time to go, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when poor Vegas took a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's their only industry, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. tourism. Yeah. So the recession um, and then like the housing market crashing and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Right. That's particularly bad in Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. When you say the recession, you mean when the pandemic started? No. No, no. The, it was like 2000, that was 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Mm-hmm. Um so I decided to come home, you know, I think it was about time, mm-hmm. eight years, eight mm-hmm. years in Vegas is good enough for me Yeah, <laughs> get back down to earth. So you're in LA or you're in, did you go back to the Orange County, back to Long Beach? Um, I went to LA first. LA first. Oh, okay. So you're yeah. in LA. Uh-huh. What do you do with? Um, I hang out for a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I took a break. <laughs> I relaxed. <laughs> um, and then I opened a little restaurant with my, my best friend oh, in West wow. Hollywood. Okay, that yeah. sounds like a dream. Is it? Yeah. Is it a dream? No, to- no. <laughs> I opened a restaurant with my best Doesn't friend. Doesn't it sound glorious? But mm-hmm. no, it was a lot of work, you yeah. know, and we didn't know what we were doing, honestly. I mean, yeah. it was great. It was, you know, we had a lot of press and it was it was successful in that sense, mm-hmm. you know, but for a business to be really successful, like you have to be able to sustain it. And mm-hmm. it was just us and we were like grinding, you know, we yeah. were like, yeah. and we learned a lot from it and we were on the brink of moving it to another location, then, you know, mm. things happen and it just falls through, you know, okay. but, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm stuck. I'm like, maybe I don't do this anymore. Like, what am I going to do? You know, yeah. I've been doing this for a long time and what the heck am I going to do? Um, so I, I had opportunity to go back to France. Oh yeah. And so I went back to France to do a stage. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. what that is, but uh-huh. that's like an internship in, mm-hmm. in okay. the kitchen, oh. okay. right? You literally just work for free and you work and get back into like, the groove and uh-huh, you know a lot yeah. of interns people come out of school go do stages for free and you just mm-hmm. you work in kitchens see if you like it so you get a job there and whatnot you know mm-hmm. um so i got a hookup and i went to the south of france i went okay. to aix-en-provence uh, yeah pretty yeah. nice right yes. <laughs> um for you have eight some nice weeks. friends yeah <laughs> no thank god um so i went to aix-en-provence for eight weeks i was hooked uh-huh. up with a a very well-known pastry chef mm-hmm. um, who has three shops in provence Mm-hmm. And so I worked in his lab okay. with his team. Mm-hmm. Um, his just, lab? Yeah, like it's like his commissary kitchen maybe. Okay, like sure. They call it a lab in France. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's oh, like a commissary so. kitchen mm-hmm. um, where he makes everything and he, they deliver it to three shops mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know, let me get back in the grind. Like, yeah. why not, you know? Yeah. Um, and I worked in his shop and, oh my God, <laughs> it was so hard oh. after being a chef for so long and yeah. like managing people and doing menus, but not necessarily grinding, grinding like a cook, like yeah. a uh-huh. just like straight out of school food. cook, you know, yeah. that's what it was. And that's why I signed up for it, you know, like You're I just like, came in as me. I didn't like, you know, no presumption. It was just, I'm here to do a stage and mm-hmm. I'm going to help you do your stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, <laughs> got my butt kicked. Yeah. Holy smokes. It was like these 18 year old kids pumping out cakes all day long, right? And I'm like, trying to keep up. I'm like, wow. oh my God, yeah. I was like, I'm not 18. Oh, I'm like, I thought wow. I was good at this, but oh my God, you're really good. <laughs> and no one stopped. It was like 10 hours of just oh, wow. going. Just like, yeah, it was like old school. Just like, no one took a break. There's no like, no one enforces those kind of laws. You know, it's like no breaks. Yeah. I'm like, 10 hours. I need to eat something. You know, like how many cake corners can I eat? Oh like, my gosh. <laughs> you know, it was genuinely like that. I was like, yeah. on cake. Oh, I'm like, I got sh- the shakes from sugar. I'm like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> you're like cutting out biscuits and you're just yeah, eating. Yeah, the corners. I'm like, that's too uh-huh. flat. 
No one else needs a salad or something. Some water, avocado toast. What's going on here? You know, (laughs) there's just one baguette going around the kitchen. Everybody's like, (laughs) (laughs) no, they didn't even eat. I was like, like. I'm like, don't, don't you guys eat? And they're like, no, we won't finish the list if we don't if we eat. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, okay, oh my gosh, okay, let's go and do this too. Where people generally see it as like a sign of weakness if you take a break, if you go eat, you know, in a kitchen. Yeah, wow. yeah, you need to do it like quick. You need to do it right now. And yeah, be done. I mean, thank God now for like California laws. It's like you must yeah. take your break, or this company's gonna get penalized. So <laughs> yeah, I was just like, we're coming in. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You know, but it's like, oh my god. This is real hard. <laughs> How long did that last? I did that for eight weeks. Oh wow! Just going in in the morning mm-hmm. um, and working, and you know, and I like brought me back to my roots. It was like, yeah. you know, it just kind of like reminded me that I'm good at this and I, I like it, and that's what I'm going to do. You wow, know? I love the idea of honing skills like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a, like a, I'm going to show up and just like get back to my like skills and mm-hmm. like get them out there. Yeah, and then coming yeah. back, it was tough. And when yeah. you say go in in the morning, I imagine that you're going in at like 3 a.m. Uh-huh. It was four. Uh-huh. It was Whoa. four a.m. Yeah. Right, because oh. when you when when you're baking, you have to get it done early, early in the morning so that you can you Deliver know get those it. croissants yeah. out at 7 a.m. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. So it was, it was a grind. It was great. It was a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm just imagining what that would be like in the like film industry, going back mm. to like just kind of grinding it out. You know, like if you're an executive producer and you're managing all these people mm-hmm. and then you're like, I'm going to go back to being a grip or a camera operator or, you know, or something like that. Yeah, I think it, for me anyway, it would be more like going in and doing like eight short films in eight weeks. Like, let's go. No money. Let's get it done. Mm-hmm. Let's shoot these eight crazy mm-hmm. concepts. Uh-huh. Let's go. Just kind of like try guys all the time. <laughs> 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 it's not far off. <laughs> so how did you go from doing the stage in France mm-hmm. to opening your own baking company? Mm-hmm. That seems like oh a big... Well, yeah. there was like five Separation. years in between that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep walking us through. So you do this. <laughs> I do that. And so I get back and now I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Now, you know, I, you know, I was older, I was a little bit wiser, you know, mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to do and where I wanted to do it and like the environment that I wanted. There was mm-hmm. no more the BS, the, the disrespect, you know, just I didn't need that anymore that I'm yeah. over that. And that's kind of this. It's an old school way of thinking. and It's time to be more progressive, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just and it's ineffective. You get people nervous, scared, and they're not producing the best, you know? Just like any environment, right? You feel well in your environment, you're gonna produce and you're gonna be well and do well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, okay, I'm gonna be really picky where I go. You know, wherever I go next, it's gonna be Mm -hmm. like a good place. I don't need any more old school BS, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, No more divas. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't need that. You know, I was like, I don't need you. It's okay. <laughs> I don't need you. Um, I did this stage. I'm unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. I eat cake quarters for 10 hours. Yeah. And you do that and not die from the shakes, okay? <laughs> I'd like to see you do that. <laughs> um, so I, um, I, you know, I, I reached out to recruiters and this recruiter, he called me and he's like, I got a great position for you. I was like, okay. Um, and, you know, he explained it to me and it was um, for David Lefevre. Who's mm-hmm. an incredible, incredible chef, um, and I didn't really, I didn't really know about him. He was in Manhattan Beach, and mm-hmm. I was all about West Hollywood and like L.A. And I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. even though know. it's literally like 15 miles away, you know, <laughs> I know. But I, a different world in L.A. <laughs> There's a real East Side, West Side, middle it's funny, part of right? LA it's, thing. Yeah, it's so strange. <laughs> um, so I, I went down there for um, an, a first interview, and I was like, "What is this place?" <laughs> 
Manhattan Beach is glorious. It's <laughs> so beautiful. It's like a true beach city. Like people walk uh-huh. around in bikinis holding surfboards. Yeah. They walk into the coffee shop like half naked. And you're like, if you did that on Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, they'd be like, put some clothes on. You're not nearly at the beach, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But there it was like beach city and it was like people were happy. That. And I was like, how come I've never heard of this place? There's something yeah, wrong I with me. I grew up in the yeah. OC. Yeah. There's something wrong with me. So... I, you know, I applied, long story short, like I did a bunch mm-hmm. of tastings, um, went through it. What is a tasting? Okay, walk us through it. Hold on. <laughs> when you apply, do you huh. have to audition by cooking? Yes. <gasps> For any, like, like, leadership position, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's not a pleasant experience. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't say that, you know, like, a lot of chefs say, yeah, I mean, I'm going to do it, I'm going to kill it, I'm going to do all my great stuff. And, like, it's not, it's not pretty. You're, okay. You know, you have to mm-hmm. make a list of things you want. You have to give them a grocery list. And you go into a kitchen beforehand. Mm-hmm. You prep out. But you're in a place you don't know. Right. They give you a spot. Sometimes it's a great spot to work. Sometimes it's like a corner where you're sharing with like the salad guy. And you're like, oh, geez, you know. And you, uh-huh. you're just trying to prep your menu out so that you can present the next day. And mm-hmm. are you choosing the menu or are they telling it you? It depends. It depends. Um, you know. So for this one, were they like, we want you to make this one? They gave me. Cake, uh, yeah. Whatever. And this one was like a two-part I had never been in one that was like a two-part um, uh-huh. tasting where it was like, okay, if you pass this part, then you go into the next part and do another tasting. Mm. Okay. It's so like, good mm. grief. And what, what sort of things did they have you make? So like the first one was about just um, breads and quick breads. Okay. So it was like make a, a biscuit, a country bread, <clears throat> um, you know, some kind of like donuts, you know, it was mm-hmm. just doughs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. um, and then so I, I came in, I did the interview and they said, okay, we'd like to invite you for an audition, you know, so mm-hmm. like, great. So I go in and it's, it's always tough. You know, you go in these places, you don't know the kitchen, you don't know the equipment, you don't know how the oven works. It's hot. Is it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and other people are there running the exactly. restaurant while you're there. So you're sharing spaces and uh-huh. it's not the ideal, you know, it's like yeah. someone, you're trying to film a movie and someone's filming in the same set. And you're like, can I board that corner for a second? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that. Yeah, that's and so tough. You're waiting for a mixer because someone else is using it. Yeah. You know? Oh my yeah. gosh. And um, how long do they give you? It all depends. Uh-huh. Um, ideally, though, for pastry, it's like you prep one day and mm-hmm. you present the next day because mm-hmm. things okay. need to get set and they get mm-hmm. it cold. You know, you can't yeah. just, it's not like cooking where you can just sear it off and like hand it to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so typically get a day to prep okay. and then you present. Okay. Um, so just working by yourself, everyone else is working kind of together as a team. Yeah, you're on your own. This is your, yeah. this is your, your audition, you know? And, yeah. and normally they're good about giving, you know, you space and this last... Uh, audition I did yeah they were amazing they gave me all my ingredients on a speed rack and they gave me my space mm-hmm. and like whatever you need you let us know you know like okay so it was it was great like mm-hmm. it was really really um and then you present and do you is uh-huh. it like top chef do you watch them eat it and tell them what no. you baked for them no you, uh, just, yeah, you, you bring it out uh-huh. there's like uh sorry there's like you know a few of them the executive mm-hmm. team or whatnot um mm-hmm. and you present to them you tell them what it is and you leave okay because wow. they eat oh, and then they discuss amongst mm-hmm. themselves Okay. It's not like without a recipe where they're just like... It is like ripping you apart and yeah. eating. <laughs> and you know what you're No, doing. they just tell you then, no, you need to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And then you go home and they'll call you? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, um, you know, they'll typically bring you back when you're done presenting everything. Mm-hmm. They'll do another in, like another interview, ask mm-hmm. you how you think you did and, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Okay. And then they're like, okay, well, we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. That wow. kind of thing. That is know? so nerve wracking. 
Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. Like it's not pleasant. No matter you know how experienced or however many you've done in your life, they're still unpleasant. I think yeah. like something could go wrong. Yeah. Oh, everything mm. goes wrong. Oh yeah. my gosh, you couldn't believe everything goes wrong. You started questioning yourself. You're like, oh, oh my god, god, did I do it right? Yeah, mm. I wanted to walk out. At one point, I was like, oh my god, I'm, just, I'm humiliated. I gotta walk out. I can't. I can't even finish. <laughs> oh, I can't present no. this. If I present this, this is probably worse than walking out. I better just walk out. <laughs> I just walk out. Uh, Chef Lynn has left the building, <laughs> but there are some baguettes over here if you want to try them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's really tough. Yeah, but thankfully you got you the got job. The job. Yeah, <laughs> I got the job. Yeah, so I, after two tastings later, I got the job. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you. And I spent five wonderful years. Okay, with Chef David. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what was that restaurant like? Was it a little? Well, was it was it more pleasant? Oh my god! It was like sunshine and rainbows. Oh. Um, wow! And I ran three. It was my first time running um, three units. So I ran okay. his restaurant groups. Mm-hmm. dessert okay. program mm-hmm. so we had three restaurants um, mm-hmm. and I had a team okay so we produced for all three restaurants okay. um, yeah and it was just it really I mean what what they've built there um, it was just a great company culture mm-hmm. you know really high standards passionate people mm-hmm. you know we really like weeded out you know disrespect and it was just a really like it was a change of scenery for me yeah, coming yeah. from such rough environments it was like Oh my God, why is everyone mm. so happy here? You know, yeah. it's really nice. And <laughs> this is, is why it? you're so successful because yeah. it, it shows in your food and people enjoy it. And, you know, it, it's like a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's sunshine and rainbows. Uh-huh. And then March 2020 happens. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the COVID 19 <laughs> yeah, pandemic. Yeah, that, that great cloud kind of dampens the, that rainbow. The cloud came <laughs> and yeah. places that were hit especially hard were restaurants. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, it, in the beginning, um, because we were always busy as a, as a restaurant group. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we started seeing our banquets get canceled and we're like, hmm, this is weird. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. no, this doesn't look good. This is mm-hmm. this is maybe more serious than we know, you know? Yeah. Um, and then we had one big um, restaurant meeting, which we rarely have. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh, something's up. This mm-hmm. is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, surely enough, uh, my boss, who was so heartbroken to tell us that we were all furloughed. Um, and furloughed, wow. what does that mean? So at the time, you know, nobody knew how bad the virus was, right? right. So mm-hmm. he was like, well, with the mandates, everything's being shut down. Yep. So mm-hmm. we don't have business. We don't have, mm-hmm. you know, guests, um, which means we don't have revenues coming in. So we're mm-hmm. going to close our restaurants for temporarily until mm-hmm. we see where it evolves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he's like minimum 30 days. Okay. But, you know, we'll see from there. And it was still, like, optimistic. Right? Okay, we'll see from there. Yeah. <laughs> Three days. I think we'll see what happens. we closed our offices for two weeks to start. And then another two weeks. Yeah, and just kept you know, getting extended. We just would get another maybe a month. And then, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah. no one knew. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a shock. Like, it's my husband also works in the industry, mm-hmm. in the same oh, restaurant group. Wow. wow. Not with what? me, but my restaurant group, uh, there was 10 restaurants. And I worked for three uh-huh. main ones. And he worked for the other the other okay, branch, the, the other side of it. Is, but, that, is, that, is right? that how you met? Oh, no, we met. We want the romance. <laughs> I know, I want the, we want the romance story. <laughs> Tell us. Well, we met um, at uh, a restaurant event. Okay. And this is before he worked for the same restaurant group. Mm. Um, I was, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been to those charity events, those food events where there's um, restaurants. We do it as a charity. Like we bring mm-hmm. samples of our food and people mm-hmm. buy tickets mm-hmm. to come in and like mm-hmm. they taste all the city's restaurants no, and those tickets, <gasps> yeah. those tickets go to charity, I you know? Go. I'd be into that. <laughs> there's like that meals sounds... on wheels and there's yeah. like 
a lot of different charities that you know you do for. Okay, when uh, those come back, you let us know. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> We're, yeah, to date. you literally just walk out. It's like a food festival, you know, and like oh, all these restaurants oh, give you samples of their food. Amazing. And, um, so I was standing there like, passing out hundreds of slices of cake. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I was representing our restaurant group. Um, I was standing there, and my husband was attending. Mm-hmm. And he knew my coworker who was standing with me. Mm-hmm. They were just chatting, mm-hmm. and at the time, he owned a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just chatting, like, "Hi, oh, you want some cake? <laughs> I'm just giving out hundreds of cake, like, yeah. cake, you know, like." Um, and I'm oblivious to a lot of things. Uh-huh. Um, and so, whatever, I met him, and then, mm-hmm. like, later that week, my my girlfriend, she was like, "Hey, you want to go over to Jeff's restaurant for a drink? You know, check mm-hmm. out his new restaurant." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, sure." Who? <laughs> One of the hundreds of guys I could take to. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Right. I'm like, a drink? Yes. Okay. No problem. Um, so we go there um, and we have, you know, he's there and he's super sweet and hospitable and like spends all his time with us and like this showers us with food. Up. You didn't know. No, I'm an Why idiot. Totally a setup. I'm girl. an idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I'm, I'm still at the whole time. I'm just standing there enjoying my drink and like eating him. Oh, eating you your know? feast. Just and you're like, like, wow, he's so nice. I'm just in, yeah. I'm like, oh, what a nice guy. <laughs> so stupid. Um, and then I leave, and my my um, my girlfriend, she's like, oh, well, I have to go have a date, and I'm like. I thought I was your date. What do you mean? You're leaving for a yeah. date? Oh, that's a so good like, friend. Okay. Yeah, that's a, a good friend. She was that's like, a Bye. good friend. I was like, okay. But then, it, so at the end, I left and he was like, can I walk you to your car? And I was like, what's this oh. a date? Oh. <laughs> I'm so slow, right? So I was like, oh, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> that's oh. hilarious. Yeah. And so it turned out, like, after he had met me at that event, uh-huh. he texted her. He was like, bring her to my restaurant. <laughs> I will feed her. I'm oh. going to shower her with food and drink. Like, I'm so That's blessed. a good move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, no, he. Yeah. That's the move. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's good. Yeah, yeah. obviously, all worked out in the end. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so now you have two kids. Yes, we have two kids. Um, wow, the youngest yeah. is you said a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my girl is three and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that must have been like really scary for you during. When every when you were furloughed yeah. and everything you furloughed yeah. and your baby was like what like seven five months. months yeah seven oh months my old. gosh yeah but you know in the beginning we like for the first couple of weeks like this is so fun because we were working opposite schedules Jeff mm-hmm. my husband Jeff and I you know mm-hmm. he was working nights because he's front of the house so he's a general mm-hmm. manager mm-hmm. and I was working early mornings as a baker right mm-hmm. so like and you were just swapping off yeah, the childcare basically and like my little girl was going to preschool. Mm-hmm. And then someone would come to the house to watch my son, wow. and we just kind of like you know it was it was like a juggling. That's so hard. Yeah. It was so hard. So the first two weeks of furlough, we're like, okay, sucks. We we don't have any money, and we just bought a house, but it's fine. We, we're here <laughs> and we're hanging out, you yeah. know. And it's like for the first time, we were like intense family time. Yeah. It was yeah. so nice, so so nice. Uh, and then we realized uh, we weren't getting our jobs back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're like, dang it, this is gonna be bad. Um, and all along, you know. Like after uh, like a, a month and a half or so, I started sending cookies and treats to like our family and friends because mm-hmm. we hadn't seen anybody. It was just kind of depressing and we couldn't go You're anywhere. You're just baking at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, was sending out stuff um, and, and everyone just loved it. It was such a great response. Mm-hmm. And Jeff and I were like, maybe we can do something. You know, we can do something <laughs> about this. We're home. We might as well try something, you know. Uh-huh. And all we needed was like flour and me so uh-huh. <laughs> right flour and me <laughs> um so we started kirsch baking company uh-huh so tell us what that is so it's an online bakery right uh-huh. now we specialize in um in cookies that we ship nationwide okay 
Yes, Amazing. So and cool. we specialize in, you know, like the classics and we have mm-hmm. uh, a whole line of gluten and dairy-free cookies okay. as well. And everything ships everywhere. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really cool. And occasionally, I mean, we're looking for a storefront right now, mm-hmm. um, but we do pop-ups. Okay. And like cool. every major holiday, we did like yeah. Thanksgiving, we did Christmas, mm-hmm. we did Valentine's, and right now wow. we're doing a Mother's Day one. Yeah. So we pop up with other businesses in mm-hmm. Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone does, everyone does like a pre-order on mm-hmm. our website, okay. um, and then they pick up in Long Beach. Very cool. That's yeah. really cool. And so, so you guys fun. just started baking out of your home, yeah. started your small business, yeah. and started shipping it out. And yeah. what did it take to like make that a real business? Did you start an Instagram account for it? Did you oh my gosh, yeah, develop yeah. a website? Oh did you have to have like the health inspector come if you were yeah, doing it in your Yeah, I had a cottage license already okay. mm-hmm. um, because I had done something prior during my maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was cooking from home for a little while, but... Mm-hmm it was impossible to keep up like in your little oven. Like you can only do like nine cookies at a time. You know, you want to kill (laughs) yourself. When it it went beyond like my family orders and our Uh friends orders, it's like, I can't do this. Like we have to, we have to find a solution. So I Mm -hmm. rented a commercial kitchen. Okay. And it's like a, it's not like a full blown commercial kitchen, but it's a place where almost kind of like a ghost kitchen where there are multiple stations and Mm -hmm. you can rent them Mm -hmm. and they're fully equipped and they're fully licensed and permitted, you know, and there's space more than anything. There's Mm -hmm. space and there's like a double door oven. So you can actually there are no small children near the oven trying to eat the cookies. No, I became Uh a vampire. (laughs) I'd wait till my kids went to bed and then (gasps) bake. And then I would finish at three in the morning and my kids Uh would wake up at seven. Oh my gosh! So no. yeah, the pandemic has aged sleep. me drastically. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my, gosh. Oh yes, my I god! Agree. Yeah, like it was it was vampire mode. It was okay. And That's too hard. Yeah, and my poor husband, he'd be working on the website, and he like uh-huh. I find him falling asleep on the desk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was it was a grind. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was all worth it because we could actually be with them during the day, and uh-huh. you know, it was just like a trade off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had to have a website, and yeah. your husband did that part. Yeah, because it was, it was the, like the heart of the pandemic. So we we had yeah. like a, a designer that we mm-hmm. would, you know, Zoom with, mm-hmm. uh, but he did all the photos, you know, like we styled everything ourselves because we weren't going to yeah. have anybody come to our right. home. Because yeah. I'm wondering about the process from being like, I'm a baker, I could mm-hmm. sell things to let me figure out how to tell the people that I've started this small business, here are things oh my you gosh. can purchase. Yeah. Because that's a big jump oh from like, gosh, I have a skill or a product. Really mm-hmm. hard. Do I um, have a business? Yeah. It's really hard. And I only bake. Like Jeff does everything else. He does like logistics. He does website. Uh-huh. He does, you know, finances, invoice. He does uh-huh. all that. He's I just bake. those GM skills. Yeah, yeah. He's GM. <laughs> he used to work in Wall Street. He became, oh. he was on Wall Street before he came to okay. the restaurant industry. And I was like, why? Why did you leave? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, go back. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, well, I've never met you. I'm like, okay. 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 Fair Good point. Right. You're Good right. Point. You're right. That's the only point. <laughs> and you made a special cookie just for him too, right? Yes. 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 What is yes. What's free. the Jeff cookie? Yes. So it really it started off with that was the Jeff's cookie. Uh, so when we first started dating mm-hmm. um, as a pastry chef, you know, I was like, yeah, how do you date someone who can't have? Well, I didn't know that. Oh, so you were feeding him. I was sending, like, every time mm. I'd see him, I'd make him a cake, a pastry, a cheesecake. And he'd dating be like, oh, Dating you is gosh. wonderful. <laughs> thank you so much. I know. Oh my yeah, goodness. and he'd eat it all. Oh, wow. It's no problem. He would yeah. eat it like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, another one. And, like, his uh-huh. fridge was full of, like, half-eaten desserts, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, probably not until, like, two months later, <laughs> I find out somehow, and like, in passing, uh-huh. that he's dairy intolerant. And it makes him sick. And I was like. In my mind, it starts going like, what? oh my God, I made you like cheesecake. I made you buttercream. I made you uh-huh. brownies. I made you like everything yeah. had dairy. I'm like, I, 
uh, I almost killed you. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, why would you? He's like, oh, because it was so good. It was worth it. I'm like, Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god yeah. I couldn't believe it I was like yeah. holy crap you must really love me so, <laughs> that's when you knew that's yeah you knew. for sure um, so I I created the Jeff's cookie which mm-hmm. is gluten and dairy free I didn't mm-hmm. have he can eat gluten but it just coincidentally mm-hmm. was gluten as well mm-hmm. um, and it's like this really rich dark brownie kind of cookie but it's yeah. only has like four ingredients wow um, super clean there's no like weird substitutes or anything it's just mm-hmm really really clean mm-hmm. um and nobody knows that it's dairy and gluten-free we, we like we bring it to parties now and like yeah. what this is you know because mm-hmm. it doesn't taste like that funny like chalky kind of dietary right. restricted mm-hmm. kind of yeah. dessert it's just like the a brownie aftertaste. yeah it's like a brownie cookie that's mm-hmm. all yeah. it is you know but what is your secret to perfect cookies chocolate chip and ve- or vegan any or not vegan dairy-free um like what is your because it's only secret? four ingredients it has to be really good ingredients mm. Mm. so like okay. i use like varona cocoa powder and mm. that's like you know, so it yeah. has flavor, structure, it, you know, it's always right. consistent. Oh. So it helps when you have so few ingredients in such a simple cookie. Mm-hmm. It has to be good ingredients. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so your secret is quality ingredients. <laughs> Got yeah. it. Got it. <laughs> has Kirsch Baking Company really grown over the last year? Because now it's been open for a year. Has Have you seen, like, growth? Or has yeah, it been slower? You know, it's been, um, you know, we're, I mean, initially when I first started, mm-hmm. we got a lot of press um, mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Like it was, we were overwhelmed by the press. I mean, we were. We yes, were, I've googled you. Oh, man, thank you. <laughs> I've googled you, so and I've honored. seen some of them. It was very exciting. <laughs> it was very unexpected. It just became uh-huh. like this. It was like this ripple effect where we, you know, we got like on the paper, and then we got on the news, and then we were mm-hmm. on GMA. It was just like this crazy, mm-hmm. like, just. It just came, and we were like, yeah. "Wow, this is thank you so much." I don't know where it's coming from, but mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, you know. Um, and so we were we were scrambling though because we were not expecting it to do that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we didn't have all our structures in place. We didn't have, you know, like yeah. mm-hmm. the website was a little wonky sometimes. We're like, oh god, is it, you know, like it's glitching. What's going on, you know? And and during the pandemic, it's not the easiest to get help and service. Like people mm-hmm. aren't that available, and nor do they want to be. And mm-hmm. so it was like it was like a, a huge learning curve to get, you know, where we are today. And I think we've gotten, we're a lot more polished today mm-hmm. than we are, you know, we were back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a scramble, but it was an amazing, amazing roller coaster for us. And um, mm-hmm. it set us up for what we are today. So yeah. we've definitely seen growth and we've seen, you know, our our, um, our goal now is just more uh, exposure for people yep. to understand mm-hmm. where we are, who we are, you know, mm-hmm. what we offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, you know, they see the quality of what we're, we're trying to offer. Do you have any advice for mm-hmm. anyone else that's, listening out there thinking about starting their own business in the what we're hoping is the end of this pandemic Mm -hmm. i think it's something you really want to do and that you know that it's fear that's holding you back i think you should just let it go because Mm -hmm. we saw the worst of i mean the pandemic i mean no one ever expected that we never know what's going to happen in the future Mm -hmm. so you might as well live to your fullest and to your fullest potential Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you don't want to regret it you know and the worst the worst case you go back to what you were doing, you know? If you just put your heart into this, probably will do well. Mm-hmm. Love that. I like, yeah. I like that. Love that. If you could go back to your younger self who was going to pastry school in France mm-hmm. and give her any advice, what would you say? Because mm. I think a lot of people are like, you know, when you look back on your 10 or 20 year trajectory, yeah. um, I wonder huh. what you would like tell yourself. Oh my gosh, so much, so much. <laughs> like one 
you're stupid. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, slow down. Yeah. For sure. You know, um, I think I was always so focused on like climbing the ladder. Mm. And what I do is a vocation and it's about hands and about your craft. Mm -hmm. So I would have told myself like, slow down. Mm -hmm. You know, you can take more positions at a lower position mm -hmm. and learn more. Learn mm -hmm. as much as you can before you start taking those bigger positions. You know, I, I think I took my first chef position at like 26. And I think looking back, like I was probably too young for that position. Mm. I struggled. Mm. You know, my team, some of my team was, they were a lot older than me. And it was hard to, I didn't have management skills hold, honed in. Yeah. So, you know, it was like, yeah, okay, I was good at pastries, but I have a team to manage. Mm -hmm. And if I don't speak to them correctly, if I don't train them correctly, you know, um, you can't succeed. Because once you become a chef, it's not about just being a chef. Mm -hmm. It's about the people. It's mm -hmm. about keeping your your team trained and happy and understanding, you know, how to maintain a culture mm -hmm. that they'll thrive in. Mm -hmm. So at 26, all you care about is like, I'm great at pastries. I'm a chef, you know. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> yeah. but you can't make every single croissant. Exactly. You have to, and you have to be yeah. able to train people and speak to people correctly uh -huh. um, to get them to produce for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. We Absolutely. chef. <laughs> yeah, chef. <laughs> Can I open this box for you? Please yes. do. Yes. yes. So, yes. I've been wanting that. to open yeah. it. I was like, okay, wait, Maggie, just calm down. Here. Yes, yeah. there's a box of cookies sitting here, and I've been eyeballing them, but I don't want to be the first one to crack them open. <laughs> it so. is sitting right in front of you, Maggie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 She said there's yeah. a dairy-free cookie in there, oh, no, and it's there's delicious. Not this time, this time. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I still like, I'll still eat cookies. Maggie, like, actually, I make when, enough people sick in my life. <laughs> when, when Maggie first met her fiance, Zach, yes. they, uh, they're both dairy intolerant and yeah. they went out for ice cream. Yep. So, so she, hanging out, but she absolutely <laughs> understands <laughs> when you know, you know. <laughs> when you know, you know. You couldn't just have sorbet? I know, right? <laughs> I think that the place we went to didn't offer. It was like an ice cream sandwich cookie place. Oh, so it was like dagger. very, yeah. <laughs> very old school flavors. And um, So I brought for you ladies my Mother's Day collection. Awesome. Yeah, which, which we will all be ordering. We're all ordering <laughs> yeah. for our moms. <laughs> yeah. Which Should, is available on your website right yes, now, which uh -huh. is kirschbakingcompany.com. Mm -hmm. And ships nationwide. Okay. Um, so in this box, oh, we. Um, I know that's so cute. Okay. So these are beautiful. Thank you. So individually wrapped. Yeah. yeah. Individually wrapped. Mm -hmm. so okay. Fresh and you know it's COVID happy and yeah, all yeah. That stuff. But more anything is for the freshness. So, um, so from a Mother's Day collection, I have um, some of our, our favorites. It's our oatmeal cherry. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, uh, a lemon amazing. poppy. <gasps> okay. Yes. Ooh, right. Yum. This feels Mother Day ish. Uh -huh. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> um, a mint double chocolate brownie. <gasps> I will be that chewy, one. super minty. <laughs> um, and then strawberry chocolate macarons. Oh, oh cute. Yeah. So sweet. They're so beautiful, too. Oh, yes. um, and then for the first time ever, I decided to make it like a, a complete package. You know, this uh -huh. is our first year anniversary, and this is Mother's Day, and, mm -hmm. you know, moms were awesome. So, um, <laughs> yes. crushing. So, we deserve something really cool. Um, so, I partnered with um, a very good friend of mine who's an awesome craftswoman, mm -hmm. and she pours um, soy <gasps> candles. Cute. Oh, I love so, that. I was wondering what was in that yeah. little pot. So, yeah. she. Um, she hand pours all these natural soy candles here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. um, this is Lily of the Valley because it's my favorite mm -hmm. scent. Um, and this burns for over 20 hours. Oh, wow. So nice. Thing. Yeah. Wow. And it smells delicious. Oh, my gosh. It smells so good, guys. Uh, you smell okay. You can, I'm getting this from my mom and yeah. my mother. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you're always like, oh, I have to get them something. What do they want? 
People want cookies. Yes. Yeah, people want cookies. People want cookies. Yeah. Moms want cookies. I got cookies, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Moms want cookies. But this candles. is for you. This is all for you. Wow. Oh, that's so, so sweet. sweet. Thank, Thank you. you. Moms also want some time by themselves. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's what your mom wants, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Actually, Ned told me that the other day. He was like, so what do you want to do for Mother's Day? Do you want to just, like, get a hotel? And I was like, wow, what? Really? By myself? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes. yes. Yes, I would. Yes, I do. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. Us. This is awesome. I was just I sitting know. here with this a bunch of friends talking. A literal yeah. treat. That's <laughs> an actual treat. Yeah. Wait, I so know. so how many people do you have working for you now? You know, it's often I have people like on my roster because yeah. we're seasonal. I don't want to be seasonal, but like, you know, we have certain times. So I have like a couple regulars. And then uh-huh. when we get really busy, then I have other people call in to help, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not doing the like 8 p.m. to 3 a.m. anymore. Oh, yeah. Still sometimes. You absolutely <laughs> are. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I do. I do. the Because um, we have a nanny, but we only have a part time nanny. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So like when I don't have her, then I watch mm-hmm. my son and then a oh, night owl. Yeah. Wow. wow. So, yeah. Yeah, at one point when I was still, because eventually what happened during the pandemic was like I, um, we got furloughed and then the mandates came, were lifted for temporarily, right? Mm-hmm. It was like off and on, off mm-hmm. and on. Um, so I, I got my job back. Okay. But my daughter's school didn't open. Oh, great. So I was like there for part time. Uh-huh. But I, you know, like there were days where I'm like, I can't because nobody's watching my kids and we still don't yeah. have a nanny in the house because it was still right. too right. early. Right. Yeah. So then I was like kind of part time and then I was still doing the cookie business. So like I would bake at three and then go to work at four oh my god to my other job so you have the cookie business child care for your kids and a job sometimes in a restaurant i did at at one point where i was about to really jump off a cliff (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, sometimes i was like okay uh, i'm done here but then now uh i have to like get it together and Uh then go with be my my team in my my other job yeah Three full time jobs. A lot of like shifting of mindset. Yeah, and like acting like everything's fine. (laughs) Yeah. And when did you sleep? Never. Never. (laughs) Never. You can't live like that. No, no. That's why eventually um, I left my. My my like stable job, yeah. yeah. Um, just because it was so hard with my daughter's school mm-hmm. not being open, and then when yeah. they reopened, it was only part time. So then I was like asking my my boss for like accommodations, and I I never was that person. I never called out. I never you yeah, know. But right. like we would get emails the next the day before, like uh-huh. oh a staff had got infection, the school's closed tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm scheduled to work, and so you I make can't. that call and you're like. I'm sorry, but I can't come into work. There's no school. Like here, you good. are on the other side. Of I know <laughs> you've absolutely made the best of you've it. Absolutely <laughs> hung on through the most taxing year in the restaurant industry yeah. ever, probably. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Very congratulations. Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. I couldn't have done it without Jeff. I mean, that guy's yeah. like he's incredible, and he watches the kids when I'm baking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he does nap time, bath time, bedtime, Aww. like when I'm away, you know, so he's a soldier. It was so good to have you on with a recipe. And now it's so good to have you here. And the next step is I feel like we all should just go out for drinks, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, just ourselves I just to hang out. A natural yeah. transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what's next for us, right? I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's where I can tell you the nasty stories. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we want the tea. Yeah. We want all the tea. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah, for you coming so to sit with us. us. My pleasure. And listeners, if you are in need of a Mother's Day gift, please check out kirschbakingco.com. Mm-hmm. Order yourself a box for mm-hmm. you and your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
thank you so much for sitting with us this week, guys. Um, be sure to email our uh, podcast email address at youcansitwithuspod at gmail.com. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>